1980, the Thornhill family spent a year living in the village of Kamakui in the country of Sierra Leone, West Africa. 40 years later, you now have the opportunity to re-experience our family adventure through the vast number of letters written during our time there. The letters and commentary are by the original authors, Joan and Harry Thornhill. Each episode is released 40 years to the day after a letter was written. Perhaps you will be inspired to travel and fully experience new cultural adventures in an effort to become a better world citizen. We now invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy this next episode of Culture Experienced. This is a conversation with Joan and Harry for the May 11th letters that, Dad, you wrote home in a case of early onset Alzheimer's. Some <laughs> Somehow both are dated the same day. And although you're convinced, I think that perhaps one is, is incorrectly dated. But they definitely both show May 11th. So who knows? Similar content. One of these letters has a lot of information about coming home and the preparation for coming home with our vehicle. What did we, and I, I don't remember if we talked about this or not, what kinds of things did we do at home in order to allow us to be over there this whole time? You know, did what did we do with our house? What did we do with our car? I know in the very beginning, you talked about the sabbatical that you got from Schneiderhoe in order to be able to do this, but just like personal preparation items, what kinds of things did we do? Some of this we did talk about very early in doing the podcast. We did have to rent the house and we initially had it rented. And four days before I was leaving, the people backed out. And so we actually plastered Route 50 and the neighborhood with signs saying house for rent. And luckily, one of our neighbors who works at General Electric came over on a Saturday morning and said that he was going to be kind of hosting someone who was going to be studying at Union College on a scholarship from General Electric from Cincinnati, Ohio, and that there was going to be a husband and wife and two children. So we arranged for them to come on Monday because they wanted to see the house before they agreed to rent it. And very, very luckily, they loved it once the, the husband pulled into the driveway in a rent-a-car and he asked if it was still available and took it immediately. I think he just wanted to make sure that it was in a nice area and there was something that he thought his wife and children would like. So we did have to get the house rented. Now, the car we were actually lending to my sister Anne and her husband Al on Long Island. So we actually used it to drive down to Long Island, and they ended up driving us to the airport. This is where I come in. (laughs) (laughs) Even before they came, and I, I feel badly that I don't remember the name of the people who did rent the house, However, we were making a plan that if we were not able to get the house rented, I would stay home with the kids until the house was rented, and then I would go over so he could suffer his midlife crisis by himself. However, it worked out for us, and then I did take the children down to Long Island because Harry was already in Sierra Leone, and we stopped at my sister's on the way, 
And then we went out to Long Island and met everybody out there. And Ann and Al took the car. And we stayed with Harry's mother for a couple of weeks until my brother-in-law, Joe, Barbara's husband, brought us to the airport with our army duffel bags stuffed to the gills. In this letter, you also talk about the memorial ceremony that we alluded to the last, I think at the last letter, there was a chief that had died about a month before. Do you have any recollection now after listening how that was? And again, I know we have some photos of that ceremony. Mm-hmm. What, what do you recall of that? It was a chief that had passed away. And this was what is known as a 40-day ceremony, which occurs 40 days after the death of the individual. And that is symbolically in the Bible in several different passages, so that that is when they have a major ceremony celebrating the life of the person. And they did kill like three cows. They had bands. They had all kinds of things going on. And so, we were we were watching them do this when they killed the cows. We watched them kill the cows. And then, of course, they cooked. cooked. It. They, they cooked, cooked whatever meat was... they got from it. And then we were offered, you know, we participated in eating and mixing with the people. It was, a, it really was a very interesting ceremony. Were there other Westerners there, or do you recall if it was just us? And how I did we know this other person? Lahai Demboya was the student. He was a student at Furbay College, and I think when he came home from Furbay College, he would come and visit us. And he was a young man, very very smart. And I think one of his goals was to come to the United States. And I think we were the only Westerners there. I could be wrong, but. So a lot of the missionaries are picking up their children. After picking them up, do they stay with them back on the compound or do they go to other places? How long did the missionary kids stay in Kamakwe before they even went back to their schools? They were probably there for the summer, or what is our summer? I mean, we're so close to the equator. That's the only season they really have, except rainy and dry season. But they did not have the run of the town the way you guys did. I mean, by this time, you were very comfortable going all over town. The missionary children were not allowed to do that. They were pretty sheltered. And finally... We get a little more information about that major accident, 26 deceased individuals. You talk about them sending a lot of those, the injured, back to McKenney. And that was a function of that. It probably occurred on that side of the river and them not being able to get, get it to us. How would they have transported people back to McKenney, you know, there there would have been other lorries coming up the road that the people probably had to get out. And then they would take the injured back to McKenney. A few did get to the hospital in Comiqui, but very few compared to the total number of injured. And I think that probably in order for them to get to the hospital, they had to get across the river. river. So it would have been by canoe. Uh, those who were able to, even though they were injured, and then on the other side. And how, what's interesting to me is how they, how communication happened, because communication, I know, well, I think when the Bush schools were in action, was by drum, and you could hear drums at night. So I'm not sure how the communication happened, because we didn't have cell phones and 
regular phone. But we did mention Father Cazzullo, yeah, and he lived seven miles south in another village, and this accident happened relatively close to where he lived. So I would not be surprised if the people from his village were very helpful in uh, helping to get the people out of the river. And I, I know that Dr. Payne had a ham radio that he could communicate with missionaries down in Freetown or in McKinney. So that could have been something that had happened too. If we think about the size of this lorry, and in here, you know, you, you talk about 26 individuals that, that died in that. These were not the size of school buses, right? No. No, absolutely not. No, half, no, no. Not no. even half. Yeah. And I've put some photos before on the blog. Maybe for this one, I'll throw one up there just to give kind of an indication of how large these trucks, for a lack of a better term, really mm -hmm. are. And if you think about stuffing even 30 people into one of these, that there is very little room at all. And often they are top heavy, right? Because they load everything, everything on, on the roof with the people kind of inside underneath. Because they may be transporting goods or whatever came from Freetown to get up to the uh, rural areas and also animals. And so they're I'm going to the country of Guinea, which is the country next door. So they're going, they're on their way back home, possibly they're from McKenney or from Freetown mm -hmm. or, you know, visiting. Okay, well, I think that is good for this letter. The next letter will be on May 14th with a letter again from you, Dad. So on to the letter. Letter written May 11th, 1981 to Mom Thornhill. Happy Mother's Day, a day late. The kids remembered Mother's Day for Joan, but for some reason I thought it was next Sunday. The boys had made a card for her and set a place for breakfast with a few candies and things. Guess the time is just going so fast that I got here before I knew it. The Form 5 students that start their GCE exams, the government exams today. There are only a couple this week, but they're starting all of them next week almost every day. For all the practical purposes, the Form 5 students are finished. Actually, the other classes are almost finished also, as the students just do not come to school. About the only term that there was any real teaching going on was the first term. And if you remember my letters from then, I don't think much went on at that time either. The accident that I told you about ended up with 26 people dead. Most were trapped inside when it turned over in the river. Over half were women and children. Very tragic. Glenna Nixon's two friends are here now, and she will be taking them to Freetown on Friday. Joan will go down with them so that Glenna will have company coming back. Guess they will be back on Sunday. Glenna's friends are going to East Africa, so we will not be sending any film or mail with them. Mary Jean was here for the weekend and had dinner with us yesterday. She leaves New York to come back on September 2nd, so we will bring her down to the island at that time. Our weekend out near Olean will be a week later than we had originally planned, to about the 23rd. I'll probably take either Friday or Monday off to go. Eiler had packed 
some of our things in her drum that she had shipped home, so we'll have to pick them up also. The missionaries are going today or tomorrow to pick up their kids at school. They will be back on Wednesday. Our kids are looking forward for them to be here again. Mark Ludicky, the young doctor here, leaves this weekend also. He has been here about seven or eight weeks. He is also going to go to East Africa for about 10 days before he returns to the States. I'm hoping to buy a couple rolls of film from him as I'm now into my last roll. If not, I think I could probably get some from Peace Corps guys. Father Kazulo stopped by on Saturday. Guess he was really involved in helping with the accident. It was very near Kamalu. He told us quite a bit about it, and it sounded awful. He is doing quite a bit to fix up the church to decorate. We do like him very much. Yamari is ill. She was not feeling well the end of last week, and we have told her to go down to the hospital rather than to come here today. Glenna's friends brought some of her slides to her last night, and we got together to see them. Some were from when she took her parents up to Fintonia. I sure hope ours have come out clearly. Quite a few of hers were blurry or too light or too dark. I've taken so many that I'm sure some of them are good for showing at school or wherever. It has been quite overcast the past few days, but if it rains, it usually is at night. The wind really comes up sometimes in the storms. It blows the mangoes off the trees so that at 6 a.m. the next morning, we have a dozen kids around the house picking them up. This should be mailed in the States by one of the missionaries who are going home. The Islers will see them when they go to pick up their kids this week. Love, Mark Kyle Ross, Joni, and Harold. Letter written May 11, 1981 to Mom Thornhill. Dear Mom, Joan is going to Freetown on Friday, so we'll mail this from there. She is going down with Glenna to take some of her friends that are visiting to the airport. We received a letter from you last night, and Mark received his from you also. If Ann and Al will put our car on their insurance for about 20 days, we will pay them the insurance cost. I don't know how else we would get the insurance, registration, license plates, etc., all done from the island. The only th other thing that you might do is to have Al send up the registration slip with the transfer of our ownership dated near the end of June and Kathy and Ellie to get the insurance at Amica and Colony. This is where we have had it before. They might be able to pick up the plates and mail them down to the island for them to be there when we get there. I had written Anne before we received either your or her letter. This week has been quite busy. Lahai Deumba, a former teacher here that currently goes to college and we had become quite friendly with, his father died about one and a half months ago. They are having a memorial ceremony, a 40-day ceremony, 
which is very big here. His father was a chief, so it will be a very big deal. They have two bands that went around all night, Monday night, playing and dancing. Lahai came up and got us to take us down to the ceremony. Yesterday, on Tuesday, they sacrificed three cows, so we went to that ceremony also. We took several pictures. They prepared food for several hundred people. It's very interesting. Glenn's friends that are visiting came down yesterday also. Yesterday in the morning, I came to school late as I drove Mary Jean up to the river. She goes to America in about three weeks, and so she drove her truck around to leave it here at Comiqui until September. The ferry is still broken, so she could not wait until it was time for her to leave to bring it over here. We will probably send some film with her, and that will probably be the last that we mail from the States by someone else. I did buy three more rolls from Mark Ludicky, so I think that I have enough to last. Please let me know if you ever got the film of me teaching when the kids and all of that in school. I hope that they are coming out. If not, I want to retake them. Please let me know if you have that role. The rainy season has arrived. It rains in the evening almost every day now. It is early and some of the farmers have not burned their fields, so they may be in trouble with the planting. The price of rice has gone up quite a bit double since last year. We plan to come to Greenport for about a week when we arrive, but plan to go upstate by the following weekend. We will be down again in September or late August when we bring Mary Jean down to the airport. We do not know if we will get all the way out to Greenport at that time. We may stay at Mary's a couple of nights and take her to New York City so that she has never been there. We would like you to meet her, though. The Kabbalah kids, the missionary kids, returned today. Their school has ended for the year. Love, Mark Kyle Ross, Joni, and Harold. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Culture Experienced. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss new episodes. Join us at cultureexperienced.com for our blog and follow and like us on Facebook. We would love to hear from you. So please drop us a note at info at cultureexperienced.com. Thank you for listening.